Aloha and welcome back to the Ohana Podcast. My name is Lima and I am your host. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in and for helping the network, uh, the Scattered Abroad Network. Thank you for the support that you have shown uh, to me and to this podcast of Ohana. I hope that this has been an encouraging year for you when you tune in to the Ohana podcast that you found some content that was helpful to you at the time. And so all glory goes to God, but I want to thank you so much for supporting um, our podcast. To close off this year uh, with the theme of the war on our Ohana, here is the last episode. And the last episode focuses on self-examination. We don't like to admit it. We sometimes want to pretend like this is not one of the sources of our problems, but it is one of the sources of the wars and the problems that are existing in the church, in your family, in your relationships. Uh, it can trace back to you and me as individuals. We are often the source of the wars that we end up fighting of the battles that we end up fighting and sometimes we don't admit that we are the problem and yet we will go in and stand our ground and fight even though we know that we are in the wrong and so we try to justify ourselves we try to find ways to point the finger and shift the blame away from us it is so important to self-examine uh, to go through, you know, self-examination. And that's sort of our focus. You know, James made it clear uh, in James chapter 4, uh, James, had, you know, deals with this issue. He wanted the Christians who were scattered abroad, he wanted them to start looking within. He wanted them to have a clear picture of who they are as, you know, individuals, of who they are as a family unit of who they are as a church, as God's people. In James chapter 4, beginning in verse 1, James says, Where do wars and fights come from among you? And then he says, Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust and you do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. And you ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. And so I uh, want to highlight verse 1 there. James hits the nail on the head. He says, where do these wars come from? Right? It's one thing when the enemy brings the battle to our, uh, 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 to our front or to our uh, home and our uh, station. It's another thing for the war to start from within. And that's what we're talking about here. It's important for us to examine oneself um, and to have a clear picture of who we are as individuals, lest we uh, fail to recognize that a lot of the battles that we end up engaging in are self-starting uh, uh, battles, are, are self inflicted wounds and we're just not aware that we are in the wrong and we're just not aware that we are the source of some of the problems that we see in the church and so instead of being the solution we be 
become the source of those wars and those problems. In 2 Corinthians 13 and verse 5, the Apostle Paul said, Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? unless indeed you are disqualified. So the Apostle Paul talks about uh, this concept of self-examination. He calls the Christians to really look inward, to look within as an opportunity to grow. And that's really what, what self-examination will do for us. If we take time to pause and really look ourselves in the mirror and really examine ourselves uh, using the standard of God's word, we will see ourselves or we will see who we are in the sight of God. We will become more aware of who we are and some of the things that we need to sustain and some of the things that we need to improve or things that we need to get rid of. And I want to start off first with the question of purpose. You know, what's the purpose or why is it necessary for one to practice self-examination? Well, there are several uh, good things to think about from the scriptures. Uh, Self-examination can help us in having the proper motive for doing what we do. Sometimes we do things out of habit. Sometimes we do things out of the wrong motivations. And that's really what I want to target. What is the motivation for doing what we do? And self-examination can really help us in doing this. It can help us to... To, to be aware of our intentions. What is in the heart? Uh, what are we trying to accomplish? Who are we trying to serve? And whose glory are we trying to seek? Or whose praise are we trying to seek? In Matthew 6, verse 1 through 4, Jesus said this, Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet uh, before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed can, may be in secret and your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. So notice what Jesus is addressing here when it comes to doing good. What's the motive? And it's so important for us to self-examine because it will help us realize, well, I guess my motives weren't pure about this. Maybe my intentions were not whole, whole and my intentions were wrong. And, and that's what we see here Jesus is addressing. He's not saying don't do good publicly, and he's basically saying don't do good for the praise of men. If your reward is to be seen, then you will have your reward. But if you seek to glorify God, if you seek to give him the glory and honor him in all that you do, then you will have the proper motive for doing the things that you do. Secondly, why self-examination is necessary uh, it can help us avoid making hypocritical judgments. Uh, when it comes to judging, it's so easy to judge others. It's so easy to see the mistakes of others and highlight their failures and, 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 their, and their troubles. 
and it's challenging for us to do that within. It's easy to do it uh, when it's not about us. When it's easy to judge another person uh, instead of looking within and see if we are in the right about this certain context. Jesus in Matthew 7 wrote or said, uh, Matthew wrote it, but Jesus said, uh, Judge not that you not be judged, that you be not judged. For with the judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye, and look, a plank is in your own eye. And then he says, hypocrite, first remove the plank from your own eye. So Jesus is saying, first, examine yourself. Examine yourself so to, so to ensure that when you make a judgment, it is a righteous judgment. It is a good judgment, John 7 and verse 24. All right, so he says, first remove the plank from your eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eyes. Sometimes we fight each other because we are trying to point out someone else's or the other person's sin or the other person's weaknesses or the other person's, you know, whatever whatever thing they got going on, we like to push ourselves forward by making judgments like at least I'm not doing what they're doing. You know what I mean? So so you have that issue uh that will come up if you don't practice self-examination number three self-examination can keep us from justifying ourselves through comparison with others and and this is uh what we kind of hint on in the previous comments sometimes we make the mistake of justifying ourselves by comparison so we we compare ourselves to someone who maybe is not as faithful or to someone who's who's not as great as we are right i uh, think about the man uh, the Pharisee, the two men that went down to the temple to pray, one of them was a Pharisee, and the Pharisee prayed comparing himself to the sinner or the tax collector. And the Pharisee prayed to God, uh, saying to God, just how good I am. He was basically praying, Father, look at me. I am so good. I do all these good things, Father, and I thank you. I'm not like this tax collector. I'm not like other men. So he's comparing himself, and in his comparison, he's pushing himself forward or higher, justifying uh, uh, himself. And we are not to do that. When we do that, it, it, it's usually when we're, when we're constantly doing that, we're not being aware of our own weaknesses or of our own trials or of our own uh, uh, sins. And so in 2 Corinthians 10 and verse 12, you kind of see Paul highlighting some of the Corinthians or the false apostles in Corinth that, that did this uh, for themselves, right? He says, for we dare not class ourselves or compare ourselves with those who commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. So pause, highlighting there that there were excuse me, there were those in Corinth that, you know, that, that did this, that they were measuring the, themselves by themselves. Their, their, their standard of self-examination was that if they were better than others, then they were in good standing 
with God. And, and that brings us to the question, what should be the standard for self-examination? When you talk about the child of God, and when we say, um, I need to practice some self-examination, what are we saying? What do we mean by that? What are we trying to communicate? And how do we do it? How do we self-examine ourselves? Right? How do we practice self-examination? Right? How do we do it? Sometimes we do it by uh, looking back and saying, well, I'm at this point in my life. I used to be at this point, but I thank God I'm no longer like that Lima or like that uh, mentioning our previous or our old man, which is good to emphasize, you know, that we have changed. But the dangers of that is we often would become mediocre in our examination. We often would justify where we are um, by saying, well, I'm no longer doing this. And then we miss out on what we can do. So we're, we're comfortable and we're satisfied with, well, I'm no longer doing this, but we are not pushing ourselves, uh, ourselves to do what we are supposed to be doing. And that's what I mean when I say when we examine ourselves using ourselves, we can, you know, end up in the spectrum of mediocrity and not, uh, pushing ourselves by a higher standard and that standard being the word of God. Whenever we examine ourselves, we should look into the word of God. Uh, sometimes when you want someone else to practice, uh, self-examination, what would you say to them? What do we normally tell people when they make a bad judgment and, and it's something that they, they themselves are doing? We sometimes respond with a smart remark. Well, look in the mirror. Well, look who's talking. Look in the mirror, right? So, and our point is examine yourself, right? Well, when it comes to our spiritual lives as Christians, the standard of self examination is the Word of God. The Word of God is the mirror. You go to James chapter 1, verse 23 and 25. For if anyone is a hearer of the Word of God and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in the mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he is. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. So notice what the Bible says here. Right? It says here that if I, you know, if 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 I look into the word of God and I don't uh, practice what it says. I'm like one who looks into the mirror and, and walks away and not know who I am and not know what manner of man I am. Uh, but if I look into the word of God and I continue in the things that God has said in his word and I practice and actually do the things that God says in his word, then I am doing and uh, what is pleasing to God. But the point of emphasis here from this block of text is that the apostle James or not uh, the, the half brother of Jesus, James here, not the apostle James, but the half brother of Christ, the, the author of James, James here is, is saying, you know, that, that um, the word of God is a mirror and we need to look into it. And when we look into it, we see ourselves exactly the way the way God sees us. We see who, who we are currently, and then we also get to see who we can become or who we should be, uh, as Christians. 
And so I like lists. So I'm going to give us three lists here to consider、uh, lists that we can use for self examination. First of all, First Corinthians 13. It's always good for us to examine the way that we love others.、Uh, it's important that we examine the way that we love others. And First Corinthians 13, verse four through seven, is a list that tells us what love really looks like. And when we read a list like this,、uh, we tend to see, wow,、uh, maybe I'm puffed up right now, or maybe I'm prideful, maybe I'm easily provoked to anger, maybe I think a lot of evil or assume a lot of evil of others, right? And so. Uh, when we read this list, I want us to think about that, examine ourselves, and to think about how we love others. Do we love others the way the Bible says we should love others? Right, and it says here, examine the way you love others.、Uh, the Bible then says, love suffers long, and is kind, and does not envy, it does not parade itself, it's not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked. Thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And so, we what we have here then it's a proper、uh, list of what love looks like. And then we get to examine ourselves to see: Do I practice this type of love? Am I long suffering? And am am I kind? Am I、uh, am I envious or not? Am I boastful? Am I prideful? Am I rude to others?、Uh, do I seek my own? When when do I do things for other people? Or whenever I do something, it's always for my myself, or always for my glory, and always for you know basically self centeredness. So there's our first list. Examine the way you love others by looking at First Corinthians thirteen verse four through seven. Number two,、uh, in examining ourselves using the Word of God. We can examine the way we grow, or we can examine our growth in Christ, and that list is is in Second、uh, Peter one verse five through eight. So, if you want to go there, and the、uh, book of Second Peter is all about knowledge. It's all about growing in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Second Peter three and verse eighteen. And so Peter gives this list. This list is really about growing as a Christian, developing ourselves as God's people. But also for this reason, give all diligence and add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, and to godliness brotherly love. I mean brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So basically, is saying here that we are to grow in our faith by adding these things to our faith, to add virtue, knowledge, self-control, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love. To add these Christian graces in our You know, uh, uh, walk as a Christian, and so here's a list that often when we examine and when we read it for ourselves,、uh, it helps us to see. Well, hey, I did improve in this area. Maybe I'm lacking in this area, and I need to focus on bettering myself in regards to that area. 
last but not least, and, and you can go through the various lists in the Bible and examine yourself using those lists. But the last one here is found in 2 Timothy 4, verse 6 through 8. 2 Timothy 4, verse 6 through 8. And I want you to look at what the Apostle Paul said here, you know, um, in, in these words. And the thought is, examine your works in view of eternity. In other words, look at what you've been doing for the Lord. Is it for the Lord? Or are you doing something for the Lord? Are you kind of like just a Sunday, Wednesday type Christian, right? You're not active in the work of the church. You don't participate in the things of the church. You kind of just are there only for Wednesday and and uh, and Fridays, or I mean, only Wednesday and Sunday. So, Second Timothy four verse six through eight, the Apostle Paul says this: For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, uh, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also all who love his appearing. So the Apostle Paul, here's your list. He gave us the list. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. When we examine ourselves uh, right here, right now, if the Lord came today, can we honestly say, I have fought the good fight. I have, uh, uh, I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Can we honestly say to Jesus that we have done these things? And so here's a list that helps us examine who we are right now. What are we doing in service to the Lord? Are we doing it for the Lord, right? It's so important that we do this else we would end up you know justifying ourselves or we would end up you know trying to do things our way and not god's way or uh, we end up harming others by being judgmental not realizing that we are making poor judgments or unrighteous judgments of others i want to take a few minutes here at the end to Again, thank you all for tuning in. I'm excited for the new uh, coming year because uh, our focus this coming year is evangelism. And so we're going to share uh, evangelism uh, concerning the Lord's church and what we are to do and some of the things that we can do to help lead souls to Jesus Christ. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. God bless you. And have a happy new year and happy holidays to you and your family. Take care.